welcome back to the Bod Pod. My name is Madison. I know it's been a while since you've heard my voice, but I will say this is the best my voice has sounded in like all like for like a month because my allergies have just been kicking my butt and it's been extremely difficult to try to record because like I'll sit down to record and I just can't breathe because I couldn't breathe through my nose or anything. So like it just sounded breathy and so I just just cut my losses, but I'm back. I'm better than ever. Hopefully, knock on wood. Let's hope that let's hope that this is like the end of my horrible allergies. Um, but this week, I'm going to be talking about diversity and inclusion on Washburn's campus. I sat down and talked to three individuals here on campus that help with diversity and inclusion on campus, uh, retention efforts, and everything like that that goes hand in hand with that. Um, And I I learned a lot while sitting down and talking to these individuals, and I think you will too by listening to them, and I'll introduce them before I play the interview with them, but I think you'll all learn something, I know I did, and um, you know, Washburn has done a lot, and obviously there's still a long way to go, but I I think I should highlight what we have done as a a university, you know, I think that's important to kind of highlight what we've done so far to help grow and become better. Um, just reflecting on that and kind of pointing out maybe what we're doing, because I know I didn't know a lot of this stuff, so maybe students or even other faculty aren't aware of it either, so, you know, there's always room for improvement, and Washburn still has a ways to go, but, uh, they're working on it, and that's, that's what's important, so, uh, without further ado, let's get into the first interview. Okay, so this first interview I'm going to play is my interview with Dr. Kelly Irby. Now, Dr. Irby does a lot at Washburn. Not only is she the assistant dean of the College of Arts and Sciences, she's also a a history professor. Uh, She teaches a lot of different classes. Uh, But in terms of diversity and inclusion, she is the coordinator at Washburn for academic diversity and inclusion. And so I'm going to go ahead and play that interview and then we'll move on to the next one. Hi, Madison. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for meeting with me. I really appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for being interested. Yeah. Uh, So my first question is, uh, can you explain what you do on campus in relation to diversity and inclusion? Sure. Um, I think my official title is Academic Diversity and Inclusion Coordinator. Mm -hmm. Um, I chair a very large committee called the Academic Diversity and Inclusion Committee. And that committee is charged with um, making recommendations and bringing proposals forward to help Washburn live up to its core value of inclusion. Mm -hmm. And then, so I chair that committee. And then in my role as coordinator, I also, um, I guess I'm part of a leadership group that uh, works on just, you know, uh, advancing diversity and inclusiveness at Washburn. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Uh, so what has Washburn done to help improve the diversity and inclusion on campus? Um, I would say that we have really done a lot, especially recently. Mm -hmm. Um, we have, well, I think that there are recruitment efforts that have been ongoing to try to recruit a more diverse student body. Mm -hmm. Um, I am not part of that. That is all, uh, enrollment management. Okay. We have seen our um, non-white student body increase quite a bit in the last five years, Mm -hmm. five to seven years, I'd say. Um, We've also, let's see, what else? Um, You know, Washburn, I think, heard student um, uh, 
uh, feedback and criticism. A couple, I don't know, were you here in 2018? Yes, I was. Yep. So you remember those uh, protests. And mm-hmm. so I think, I think the administration heard students and have implemented several changes, including, you know, we now have the multicultural intersectional learning space. Yeah. Um, we've made changes to our hiring mm-hmm. practices to try to recruit more diverse faculty and staff. Um, we just this spring are launching a campus climate um, reporting process where you can report if you've experienced uh, incidents of bias or discrimination. Mm-hmm. On campus, we are launching this spring affinity groups for faculty and staff, and that's another measure to try to um, retain a more diverse faculty and staff, um, mm-hmm. and just contribute, you know, advance the climate of inclusiveness. Yeah, um, I could go on and on, but those are some of yeah. the major things I think that we. Oh, also, uh, I definitely need to mention uh, Washburn's Center for Teaching Excellence and Learning. Um, so that we have a center on campus, we've had it for a long time, but um, that center has implemented a number of programs uh, and opportunities uh, for faculty to uh, uh, pursue professional development mm-hmm. to become more inclusive in their teaching practices. Okay, wow, yeah, I, I didn't even know a lot of that stuff, so that's really interesting, um, and that's great that Washburn's doing all of that. Uh, so my next question is, why is diversity and inclusion so important on college campuses oh man it's everything mm-hmm. um oh, where do i even start i think i think in part um it's because it's so important because universities were intentionally designed as white elite spaces mm-hmm. right like when when university education started and uh we need to be intentional about um now remaking those spaces as for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen if, because of the history of it, it's not just going to happen uh, if we don't take um, intentional steps to yeah. make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I will say is that um, we are all better learners when we learn in diverse environments. Like there's tons of research that shows that we learn more and we learn deeper, like in more deep ways, mm-hmm. if we are surrounded by people who are different from us and have different perspectives from us. So it really is critical to Washburn's mission to educate its students to ensure a diverse and inclusive learning environment. Yeah, yeah, no, that that makes complete sense. Um, so how do you promote diversity and inclusion on a college campus and to college students specifically? Well, I think, oh, I think it starts by, um, you know, we need to make it relevant to students. We need to make it, uh, I think too often it's approached as like something that's nice to have or like an add on, Mm -hmm. Um, but we really need to be talking about it and and showing how it is the foundation of learning. Yeah. Um, We need to... uh, connect it to our mission and core values. We need to show students how um, not only is this the right thing to do, but this will also benefit them in their professional lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, over and over again, um, employers, uh, they say that one of the top five skills they are looking for in college graduates to, in order to hire them is like intercultural uh, fluency, 
the ability to, to work in diverse teams. Um, so I think we have to, you know, show students, um, you know, particularly on campuses where the majority of the population is white, we need to show them how this is relevant to them and, and, and critical. Yeah. Um, my next question is, uh, and I, I know that there are, so like, are there, um, I know there's like the Black Student Union, are there any other um, clubs or organizations or even classes that are kind of highlighting diversity and inclusion on campus? You are asking like, my favorite questions ever. <laughs> I can, yes, there are. And I'm going to, there's so many. I don't even know that I could try to name them all. So mm-hmm. let me point you to two more. So these are all off of that main first webpage that okay. I sent you. But there's a whole, there's a whole list of what we're, what we call multicultural student organizations. Mm-hmm. So here, so you'll see, you know, there's Queers and Allies, Hispanic okay. American Leadership Organization, or HALO, mm-hmm. um, the Black Student Union. I mean, there's a whole list here. Yeah. We also have our own chapter now of, of Black Lives Matter on campus. Okay. And then in terms of courses, you are speaking my language. Like, this is my passion. Yeah. It's teaching classes that highlight uh, diverse experiences mm-hmm. and also bringing attention to how many of them we have at Washburn because I think there's the um, – there's the uh, perspective that, you know, we do have a mostly white faculty. That yeah. is true. But mm-hmm. we have faculty who are um, deeply invested in these topics and who are who have done research and are experts in them. Yeah. So I'm going to send you another link. Okay. You can tell that I'm really excited about this. <laughs> um, one second. So, okay, this is a work in progress. It's going to be ready to go, I think, in a week. Okay but I'll still share it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a web page where we want to, we want to start directing students because like, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know exactly how you figure out what you want to take every semester, mm-hmm. but we want to have a web page where each semester, the courses that really highlight um, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, are all in one place where students can go and they can see what the offerings for any given semester are. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, yeah, it should. So I think this is still from this was this was like a test site we developed, and I think it's still showing courses from this spring. Uh-huh. But in another week or so, it should be updated to include the fall classes okay we we plan to just keep updating this every semester yeah no that's very helpful I feel like a lot of times I just hear about like different classes or like newer classes just from my advisor I don't I feel like like there's like a catalog and stuff but there's so many different classes that it's like I know nobody goes through the catalog anymore and I don't even print the catalog so like yeah if, if except for your advisor I really don't know how students find out about classes and like this semester this spring for example we offered a class called Black Lives matter in literature and film Mm -hmm. um you know let's see what else i don't know oh a class on um an introduction to critical race theory Mm -hmm. i mean we really offer a lot of cool classes american indian history black freedom movements like these are so yeah yeah i i literally have not heard of any of those and those all sound so interesting and i would like love to take them but yeah i just i don't really hear about them you know is there anything else you would like to include about diversity and inclusion on campus Washburn in 2018, I referenced this, but I, I should probably make it clear because you might not know this. In mm-hmm. 2018, Washburn adopted a new student, a new uh, 
core value. So uh-huh. they, we added inclusion as a core value. Uh, we also, Washburn, this fall launched an, a new minor program that might be worth mentioning. Okay. That, uh, oh, my computer is breaking. The African, it's called the African American in Africa, Af- African American in African, hold on. African American and African Diaspora Studies. Uh, I put a flyer in the chat. So you can now minor in that if you oh, want. Oh, wow. Okay. That's super interesting. I didn't even know that we got a new minor. That's I know. Really it just started cool. this fall. And I think COVID and everything, you know, hurt yeah. uh, the word about it. But like most of the classes for the minor actually count as general education. So you like get general education credit, but then you also can get this minor. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that is incredible. Yeah. So this next interview I'm going to play is with Isaiah Collier. Now he is the director of student involvement and development on campus. Hi, Madison. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for meeting up with me. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem at all. Uh, so my first question is: Can you explain like what you do on campus in relation to diversity and inclusion? Yeah, so uh, my position is Director of Student Involvement and Development, um, and as it pertains to diversity and inclusion, I help oversee the uh, MILS office, which is the Multicultural Intersectional Learning Space. It's a mouthful, yeah, but in short, short, we call it MILS, and we do, um, I mean, not only is it a hub for all students, um, but it also serves as a... um, a programming uh, office or department so that I oversee. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what has Washburn done to help improve the diversity and inclusion on campus? Um, I, you know, I think they're doing a great job in terms of like outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, definitely uh, making sure that we or that that, you know, they get out and recruit. But also, you know, I think you have to take it a step further. We, you know, it's not just enough to do recruitment. Right. Yeah. So I think it's also about retention efforts. You know what I mean? And, you know, when we get students of various backgrounds here on campus, we want to out, you know, we want to make sure that they feel safe obviously, but we also want to make it, you know, we, we also want to create a hub in which they feel welcome. Of course, you know? yeah. Yeah, because, you know, that's one of the things that I, I really enjoy about Washburn is um, everyone here seems to be extremely supportive, almost to, the, almost to the point where I'm like, is this a dream? Like, are people yeah. really that supportive? And I'm like, no, yeah, they really are that supportive. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think students really benefit uh, greatly from that, and you know, and, and really pushing out the resources that are offered on campus. I think sometimes, like students aren't even aware, like, oh, you know, we have a counseling department, or we have, um, you know, just various resources that you know that students can take advantage of, and that are totally free. Yeah, to, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So does Washburn have any future plans to continue growing more diverse and inclusive? Yeah, I mean, well, there are definitely committees right now, right? Yeah. That uh, that um, you know they are they have faculty and staff obviously that sit on them, but they also have students, and yeah. I think that's you know hugely important because you know we wouldn't be here if it weren't for students, right? And so yeah. I think we have you know it's one thing when I look at it through my my staff lens, right? Mm-hmm. But a student will see it, you know, p- possibly a hundred percent different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it's important that students have a um, a seat at the table. And so on a lot of these committees, yeah, they have um, incorporated students to to serve. And so, and then also, 
and I'm not sure, you know, through talking with Dr. Irby and also, I think you interviewed Danielle too, right? Yeah. Uh, I didn't interview Danielle, but I did uh, interview Dr. Irby and I learned a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> and so I know a mission is, is putting together like uh, specific um, orientation days mm-hmm. for students of color, which I think will be, I think, I think it, it's, it's something that we did at, at my former institution. Yeah. And I think it's definitely a step, a huge mm-hmm. step in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so going off of that, you know, why is diversity and inclusion so important in college and on college campuses? Because I think it prepares you for life after college, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it exposes you to various cultures and different people from various backgrounds. And I think it's, you know, when, when you're at college, you are going through, you know, I mean, you, you know, you're no longer in high school. So it's like a different stage of your life, right? Yes. And so you are finding out different things about you, but also finding out different things about some of your peers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's, it's a fun and exciting time. And so, but I think it also better prepares you for what's, next what's next after graduating and you know when you you know after you graduate and you get that uh that you know or you jump into that career and you, or, and you get that long-term job like this step or this this opportunity at washburn is going to prepare you for life into your career yeah, yeah. for sure uh so how do you promote diversity and inclusion on like two college students so, I mean, I think we do it various ways, right? I mean, I think we do a great job in terms of promoting training, but also we do, um, I know like diversity, equity, inclusion, they do a ton of programs, meals, they are getting their feet wet in terms of creating uh, diverse and inclusion programs. So I, I think that's how you kind of attract um, students who wouldn't maybe necessarily think about diversity and inclusion, but they see it, but they might see a program and think like, oh, you know, the pro the program itself might attract them to actually come and attend. Yeah. Um, So is there anything that you think that Washburn's either doing really well or really poorly that you wish maybe the media like Washburn review would cover more, um, you know, to kind of get the word out? Yeah, you know, one of the exciting things that, and I'm, and maybe Kelly mentioned this, maybe she didn't, but one of the great, one of the new exciting things that I'm, I, well, at least I'm excited about is Watchmen has started uh, affinity groups. Did she mention those to you? Uh-uh, I don't think so. No? Oh my goodness, yeah. So uh, most institutions, college universities, they, and, and even some corporate institutions, mm-hmm. they have uh, affinity groups, right? Yeah. And so essentially, you know, um, it's employees, it's faculty and staff who have, um, who have aligned interest mm-hmm. and they get together and they form these groups, which I think will build toward retention efforts for, uh, for employees. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. I know, I know we, we are starting a, and it won't be called this, but we are starting a employee of color one. So uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I did not know about that. There's a lot of stuff that I've been learning through these interviews, which I think is awesome. And uh, I can't wait to report on them. I'll probably have to end up doing multiple stories about them. <laughs> um, so is there anything else you'd like to include that maybe I didn't ask you about or that you think is important to touch on? Um, oh, you know what? Let me touch on this too. Um, and this is, this is, de- this is definitely more student related. Um, yeah. You know, I think, you know, the last question that you asked, like, what, like, what would I like to see 
happen at Washburn um, that we aren't necessarily doing a great job at. Yeah. Um, I would say strengthening our um, our historically black fraternity and sorority, mm-hmm. um, promoting and also making sure that students know that you know these opportunities are out there um, because you know I, I think they're dwindling quite a bit, mm-hmm. and so I think we have to re-energize that excitement. Yeah, for sure. And why do you think it's dwindling? Is it just over time or well i i think it's uh i think it's several things you know i think you know obviously it's a pandemic you know what i mean so that 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 happened i mean well that's happening and i think also there there could be somewhat of a lack of interest or a lack of knowledge that these um organizations or chapters even exist so yeah definitely well, I don't have any other questions for you. Um, so if you don't have anything else to add, that's all I, That's all the questions I have today. Gotcha. All right. Thank you, Madison. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yep, no problem. Take care. Bye. And my final interview I'll be playing for all of you today was with Melanie Burdick. Now, she is the director of CTEL at Washburn, and that stands for Center for Teaching Excellence and Learning at Washburn. Thank you so much for meeting with me. You're welcome. Sorry, I was muted there. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. Um, so I, you know, I had talked to Kelly Irby and, um, you know, she had given me your name because she said, she mentioned that you do training um, and some of that training is about diversity and inclusion on campus. Um, yep. So I guess that's kind of my first question is, you know, having you kind of explain what you do, uh, you know, with all of that in terms of diversity and inclusion on campus. Okay. Um, can you let me share my screen? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And then I'm going to go to the CTEL page and show you some things. Yes. Okay. Um, so CTEL um, stands for Center for Teaching Excellence and Learning. And this was started, I think it was 2014. So it's not very old. Um, and it was created to help train faculty to be better teachers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much you know about um, how faculty in higher ed are prepared, but most of us are prepared to be researchers Mm -hmm. in our field. So we spend a lot of time learning how to do really good research and publish and write about our field, but there's not as much um, actual um, training in how to teach. Uh And that's different from like K through 12 teachers. So, and then there's also differences in institutions. So like KU and K-State are considered R1 or research one institutions Mm -hmm. where their faculty might only teach two classes, some maybe one, some three, if they have a heavy load, a semester. And then they're expected to do lots of research and get big grants and, and things like that. Washburn is a teaching institution. Mm-hmm. So our, te- our faculty teach more um, and are expected to do less research. So our focus is on teaching. And so Washburn, it's kind of a feather in its cap that they decided, well, you know, if we expect our faculty to be really excellent teachers and do a lot of it, then we need to make sure they're trained in how to do that. Yeah there were um, kind of four pillars that they wanted to focus the programming around assessment. So how to, how to learn, how to assess that your students are actually learning what you want them to learn diversity. So how to make sure that you're teaching for diverse students. Um, High steps. This is a long drawn out fancy way of saying um, doing 
teaching in the community and doing learning in the community and then um, how to use technology the best way in your in your classroom so we do lots of other things but those are the four kind of focus every year we we try to build a lot of training around those four so you can see you know a quarter of it is this diversity pillar we also are running some d2l courses for faculty um, this one is kind of a diversity 101 okay program so for faculty it's it's um a six week six week session and they do some things on d2l and then we meet on zoom four times and then we also have another similar one that is called an anti-racist teaching program uh -huh. and so faculty can enroll in this as well wow. and this is kind of the advanced yeah of our training so yeah. we have our basic let's how do you get to know your students and teach to who your students are and then we have okay how to be an anti-racist teacher yeah. um so those are the extremes and we've got lots of things in between. So is there anything that Washburn's looking for, you know, towards the future? Are they, you know, are we gonna start implementing more of this or doing more uh, classes or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I think we're building on it. My goal, one of the things that has been the hardest for me um, is when I've been doing research on faculty training, mm -hmm. um, in diversity and inclusion there has been research that has come up that shows that if you mandate training for faculty and this was disappointing to me yeah. but um if you mandate training it actually backfires oh. and so that's why we're kind of trying to do this thing where we're publicizing and, and lifting up the people who are doing a lot of training yeah. um and and making it more of a culture shift that yeah. People who are not doing this training, they're going to be they're going to be seen as, you know, what's wrong? Yeah. Everybody else is doing this. This is something we care about. Yeah. Um, but the this, the research shows that that kind of a, an attitude does the more lasting change. That when you mandate for everybody, people will all go to the training. It might help some people, but a lot of people see it as I'm checking the box and I'm going to go back to doing whatever I was doing before. Yeah. Um, so we definitely don't want that. We want some deep shifts. We want faculty to actually change the way that they're they're teaching and that they're seeing students. Um, we want people to be talking about these issues. We don't want them to like check a box and then go on and do whatever they want. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, so that it's a long term. It's hard because you aren't going to see change for a few years. And I know it's frustrating to students who are going to be not on campus when this, you know, yeah. is happening. But I feel like that's going to be the best thing for Washburn. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my next question is, why is why does diversity inclusion matter on a college campus? Well, I can tell you it should matter on every campus because we live in a diverse world and um, <clears throat> and not just diverse, but we live in a world where there are power structures where certain people are oppressed and are not able to um, to tell their own stories and to learn in the same ways that that the that white people are basically yeah and so we need to i believe that part of the the work of our of higher ed is to help even that playing field but also it benefits not just people who um have been excluded by giving them access it helps the people who have been the oppressors 
I hate to, okay, people might get mad at me for saying that, but it helps the white people because we under, you become aware of the richness of the cultures around you. Yeah. Um, you become, um, you become you become a better person because you have different sorts of relationships and different perspectives that are brought into your world yeah. and so i think that i also believe that you know the reason that i teach at washburn is, is because it's open admissions and so anybody can come here you have to work hard to stay here yep. but i believe that education for a democracy is very important mm -hmm. um, so that people can be educated citizens and be smart when they go to vote yeah. and choose their, their, the people who are leading us. I think students need to know that faculty do really care. I think there are certainly a minority that don't. Yeah. And that's, unfortunately, that's the society we live in. Um, but there is a, a large group of faculty who do really care, who are really working on this and yeah. thinking about it. We're not, we're not tooting our own horn about it because it doesn't feel right to go out and say, hey, look at how good we are at diversity, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Because it's something that you never get to the end point of. It's something you're constantly working at. Um, so as you don't go out and say, we did it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important for students to know that we're working hard. We're, we're having these hard conversations. We're thinking about it. We're trying to do better for students and each other. I hope you enjoyed all of those interviews. I know I enjoyed sitting down with those three and uh, just talking about what Washburn's been doing to do better and uh, what we're going to be doing in the future as a university. And I'm really excited and I'm, I'm proud of Washburn for what they're doing. Like I said in the beginning, obviously we're not perfect, um, but at least we're working towards something, right? I mean, at least we're actually doing something and, you know, we have a long ways to go, but, it, you know, we're starting and we, al we always have to start somewhere, right? So, I'm, uh, I'm very proud of Washburn, uh, but I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Uh, if you want to listen to more, you can go to washburnreview.org and click under the multimedia option to listen to more podcasts, and I will talk to all of you next week.